Welcome in Between the Pylons. I'm John Camacho. And this is Jacob Waters. And we have a great show for you guys today. Going to be uh, draft-centric here. I'll talk a little bit of, uh, well, we're, we're going to do a mock draft, right? So yeah. we'll, we'll get right into it. Um, before we actually get onto the, the mock draft, uh, I think just a good question to start it off with. You know, looking at quarterbacks, the, the, the landscape of a rookie quarterback or of a young quarterback in the league is so brutal right now. And, and as exciting as it is for the fans, it has to be t- tough for the uh, for the kids. Because, look, what we have, what, five quarterbacks last year that came out uh, yeah. Yeah, in the first round last year with expectations. Six second-year quarterbacks will be starting in 2023, realistically, including Davis Mills over in, in, uh, the, te- in for the Texans. Excuse me. Which quarterbacks do you think are relying the most on the draft right now? And what I mean by that is, which quarterbacks have the most to gain from their team killing the draft and giving them, putting them in the best situation to succeed? So draft, and if we can, can we can we include free agency or no? Well, for, I feel like free agency is already passed. So I'm, no, I'm no, saying, I'm just saying on, as, a, as a whole, based on first year to second year team overall change, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are really okay. putting all their eggs, and as we knew they would in the basket for Trevor Lawrence, trying to help him out. They really, really helped out that offensive line. I love the moves that they made at the offensive line position, and I'm assuming that they're going to keep doing that in the draft. I don't think they're going to do it Mm 1.1. I think, you know, you can't miss it with Hutch. I think that's the move to go. Don't overthink it. Just leave it be right there, and it's good to go. But later on, uh, you know, I haven't heard that there's a lot of top-heavy picks in this draft, but there's a lot of depth to this class. So hopefully they can uh, bolster it up and go. I would also give a shout out to the Jets. I think they have a lot to prove. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I was I was kind of thinking Jets uh, more than anything, just because I, I I do believe like if you made me pick one guy that I think is going to have the the biggest jump from year one to year two, I do think it's going to be Zach Wilson. I thought we saw a lot down the line, and really he's the guy where it's like, man, still haven't gotten him really any weapons. Uh, could improve the offensive line, and I mean just so many picks that they have to choose from. Yeah. Uh, those two first uh, first. Picks. Hopefully, one of the picks in the top ten goes to you know improving his his life on the offensive side of the ball one way or the other. I think we both think wide receiver. If if they get out of the top ten without a wide receiver either at uh, at I'll be, I'll four or ten, yeah, I would be very surprised. Or at the very least, trading for a wide receiver between now and draft day. Yeah, um, it, it feels almost inevitable. It feels like you know. Just you're right. Shocked, shocked is the wrong word because there's a lot of places they could double yeah. up secondary, and I wouldn't be you know that surprised if they went Kyle Hamilton four and then got a corner at whatever the case may be at 10 so but i don't know i, I think i think they got to go wide receiver for sure gotcha sorry i'm trying to i'm trying to pull up the uh, screen so i can record it and it is not working for me right now i want to i want to record the uh the draft simulator so if you'll talk just for an extra second while i get this working you're good um i mean i i thought the patriots would there be making go. a move for a wide receiver trying to help that out because listen they they went right back to Bill Belichick's ways of non-spending after one year of doing it. I think he spent, he got the roster to just good enough to where he liked it, and he said, now I'm going to go back to my thing that I've been doing for year after year. Got a target wide receiver, right? I, I would think so. You they have, have nothing. You, you have Devontae Parker, who I like, and I think is a great You're number right, two. You're right, do that. But, and got him fairly cheap. cheap. Basically, you spent a third-round third pick next year uh, and got a fifth-round pick and Devontae Parker this year. So certainly some value there. There's so much speed at the wide, rec- wide receiver position this year. I would think go get speed over anything. I don't think you know the big body go up and catch a guy is, is going to be the guy yeah. that they target. There's a couple of those great, great players. I'll say this. this I don't think too. they do it in the first round. I, I don't think so either. Uh, they, you know, 
last time they went big body in the first round, that was a pretty big miss uh, with Nikhil Harry, who might still be on the roster. I'm not 100% sure he on is. that. Yeah. Is he? Um, but hey, with, with all that said and done, let's get right into it. Let's get into the draft. I'm going to put it on the screen here. We're going to be in the top left. Let's, uh, uh, watching let's alternate. It. Let's alternate. Uh, you want first or second? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Come all on. right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going. <laughs> Listen, right. I knew you were. You know what? I wanted second anyway. So. That's fine. Because right. now I have to do the boring thing. You got the I? easy one. There's some talk that it's going to be Trevon Walker out of Georgia. There's some buzz. I don't understand the smoke screens and all that stuff. I think Trevon Walker can be a good pick. Um, not, not as high on him as other people are whenever it comes to that. Number one, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, gotta be. Everyone knows this dude. Uh, obviously, he was he was in the conversation for for Heisman at the end of last year for a reason. Uh, uh, probably the best player in the class right now, and uh, uh, just a high floor, high character guy. And, and you know, there's feelings among some scouts that he could get bigger and stronger. Like he yeah. he's six seven, and he hasn't even isn't he really even done growing? Possibly, definitely a number one pick in the draft. The Lions at number two, definitely some conversations about Trevon Walker. I'm of the belief that. Uh, Thibodeau is going to fall. Uh, every, everything I'm seeing is that he's going to be gone. I don't think you take a safety at number two, even though I do think he's in the conversation for one of the best players in this class. I'm not going to go quarterback here either, just because, man, I, I'm just I, I'm not sold that they're ready to go quarterback. I think you get a best player available situation here, and for me, I, I am going to go. Well, they already have a good offense line. I am going to go Tra- Travon Walker here. I'm going to go. I- I'm going to go one of the best players. I think you know the edge class is very deep, and you know why not just get another guy, another Georgia guy early in the draft? They they've hit on those type it's of Dan guys Campbell, earlier. Right, the coach Dan yeah, Campbell. Yeah, I was, I was so for a you got to love the motor. Yeah, and not only that, they're also well, they're coming from this. It's basically what the Saints coaching staff, right? Like that's what we're looking at in in uh, Detroit right now. Well, what do they like? They like the big, strong, physical guys. I mean, you have. Uh, uh, Cameron uh, Jordan over over yeah. for the Saints right now, who's an absolute baller. Uh, you know they they traded up a couple of years ago to get. I, I'm blanking on his name right now, but another bigger Marcus defense. Marcus, perhaps. thank you very more, yeah. much. Uh, so they like those bigger guys. That's what Trevon Walker is. He's a big physical guy who also. I mean, I think his three cone was comparable to to wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So that's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'll let you take over for the Texans here. Number three gets a little wide open, yep. uh, if you will. You know, I, I do. Uh, there's some talks about quarterback. There's some talks about maybe just trying to get best player available. And for me, in my opinion, best player available is Kyle Hamilton, but he's at the safety position right now. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you prioritize that this early. I think you can't go wrong by taking an offensive lineman. And in my opinion, the best one on the board, it might be different than most people's, but it's Ikeem and Kwanu uh, okay. out of uh, North Carolina State. Fair enough. I like, I like him a lot. I think it's just the move. You can't go wrong with it. A lot of picks, a lot of stuff for the future. And David, to go against the quarterback thing, I think Davis Mills had a lot of good minutes last year. Mm-hmm. Nothing phenomenal, nothing spectacular. But you put most quarterbacks in that uh, situation, especially with the rookie class that we saw last year, I think all of them are failing. He yeah. was able to. He was able to survive. or stay above water. Yeah. No. I mean, he he performed really well for what he was asked to do. I, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, now we have the Jets at number four. And again, look, we already mentioned. D- does a wide receiver go off the board this early? I don't think so. I like Garrett Wilson. He is not in the same stratosphere as Jamar Chase coming out last year. And this is the range where Jamar Chase came last yeah. year. And I, I know it's maybe not fair to compare apples to oranges in that kind of in this That's kind fair. of. Com- now, what do what do we look at here? I w- almost want to go safety because I. Do you think they need help here uh, with the Jets at number four? Man, they have Marcus May. They have Marcus May. But Marcus who's awesome. May plays free. 
He, he plays a lot of coverage, and Kyle yeah. Hamilton's more of that run support. Yeah, strong safety. Type, if you I, I I like it. I know the Jets fans are going to hate me because it's another safety top five, and that did not well, worked out pretty well. Jamal Adams is awesome, uh, but I, I obviously didn't work out to the way maybe some Jets fans like. I, I got to go best player available here. I, I think offensive line is on the board. I think Edge is on the board. Even uh, J- Jermaine Johnson, who I think would be a little rich, I think him and, and Thibodeau both in the conversation. I'm going to go my best player available and take Kyle Hamilton. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I have no problems with it. I'm, I get both. Uh, I you get, get both, both the Giants, Giants yeah. and I think you might get both of the Jets because I'll be odd. Yeah, yep. and you're even. Uh, so we'll get to see how we rebuild uh, that's, those. That's fun uh, for the for the Giants for me. You know, there's a few different ways that they're going to go, but in my head, knowing that I get both of these picks, I'm going to build it the way that I think that it should be built. you got to target. They're going to go secondary, and they're going to go offensive line. And I say right now, there's already going to be people talking about Evan Neal. He's right there. you got to go get him. Last time they targeted one of the SEC linemen in Andrew Thomas. A little shaky start, but it started working out. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan Neal's the pick here. Yeah, I, I Take think, the lineman. I, I don't think you can you can get out of the top ten uh, for the Giants and not have at least one more yeah. offensive lineman on that roster. Absolute necessity. I, I, I 100% agree with that. And for the Panthers, this, this is who I think is going. And I, I know Malik Willis is the number one on, on the screen right now as far as what PFF thinks. I know a lot of people have Malik Willis as number one. The other guy that a lot of people are talking about as number one is Kenny Pickett. He is my number one. I'm taking the guy I genuinely, genuinely believe is going six overall. I genuinely believe Kenny Pickett will be the first quarterback taken in this class. I think if he doesn't go six to the Panthers, somebody else traded up to go get him. That's my personal opinion. I'm taking who I do believe has the high, maybe not the highest ceiling, but certainly the highest floor of these guys and and a guy who I do believe can go in on day one and take that starting job from Sam Darnold and Sam Darnold can be a quality backup that he spent maybe too much on. But, I feel you man, it's, yeah. it's wide open. It, it really is wide open yeah. when it comes to the quarterback position. There's buzz about the Detroit Lions being in love with a Matt Corral. Yeah. And he's below Malik and uh, Pickett yeah. right there. So um, uh, I I'll, will say, I will say and, and I, I bring him up every once in a while on the pod just because at this time of year he's so good. He's, he's so unique at uh, valuing quarterbacks. Matt Corral is Chris Sims' uh, top quarterback, mm-hmm. so I give that credence. Just his his success rate alone makes me give that give that a little bit of credence, even though he's not my number one. And I don't well, think I've seen I him at number one anywhere there's else. There's NFL franchises out there that do the exact same. Now yeah. I know that they have their own scouts and they already have all of this stuff in in you know, but yeah. there could be a guy in the Lions, Texans, whatever organization saying, "Listen, you got to give another look to." Uh, What's his name? Matt Corral, yeah, Malik Corral. Willis, yeah. And then it's like he he you know it backs me. Boom, there you go. Yeah. Giants. I said offensive line. I said secondary. I am going with my number one overall defensive back. I think he is a stud. I think he can be a true number one in this league. Give me Sauce Gardner. Cincinnati. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, there's nothing more to say there. Didn't give up a touchdown all year. The uh, the Alabama in that game in the in the playoffs, they were scared to throw the football. Mm-hmm. They were able to run it down their throat, and they obviously you know controlled that game from beginning to end. But they were scared of the DBs. They were scared of a Mike Garner, especially. I know. I do get a lot of the fun ones. All right, Falcons. There's no scenario where I go. There's no scenario where I go wide receiver. I think this very much is build there's up none your team. Where you go? No, I'm not going. I'm not going wide receiver. I I know I've seen the the they buzz the that they might league. go. I don't care. I, this is a rebuilding team. This is not a good team. Yeah, so, I so agree with that thought. Process. You you have a couple different options, right? You right now, as of today, we have Marcus Mariota starting for the Falcons. Hey, maybe that works out. Maybe it doesn't. I don't think it's going to. I think this is a rebuild. Rebuild the uh, the. I, I I believe wholeheartedly. You build through your line and you go backwards. Uh, I don't see an offensive lineman that I value as much as I do Thibodeau here. So I'm going to have Thibodeau go a 
debate, uh, even though I do actually think he could fall. I could actually see a Jermaine Johnson going ahead of him uh, just based on kind of where the climate has been with him and how he has been falling down boards. Mm -hmm. And to me, that means, okay, well, the actual decision makers in the NFL are starting to read this and starting to watch these guys. And they're saying, no, he is not a top 10 guy. But as of right now, I I still do believe he's in that conversation of top 10, top 15. I'm going to take Thibodeau at number eight. Uh, Just add, add talent to your team. I think that's what the Falcons need to do. They are in full rebuild mode. Add the best player available, in my opinion, at, uh, at number eight. If the board falls like it does, I will get this pick in as fast as I think the Seattle Seahawks will get this mm. pick in, and it's quarterback Malik Willis. Okay. I've heard a lot of stuff that they are in love with him. They like the X-factor uh, type that he can bring to that team, the way that he's able to maneuver a pocket, extend the plays, gets a lot of things going. I, th- I think it's a slam dunk right here for them, taking him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it worked the, out the, last the time. Fact, <laughs> the fact that they wouldn't have to jeopardize and trade up to go get yeah. him. Because I've heard that the uh, Seahawks and Falcons are both monitoring what goes on with the Giants at five or the Jets at four. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, Jets and Giants both have two picks in the top ten, would be more than willing to move down and jump the Panthers if yeah. that's the case. You get the guy here, you don't have to trade up and let go of an X amount of picks to do yeah. it. Uh, look, we said at the beginning of the show, uh, Jets are going to take a wide receiver in the top 10. The board falls perfectly, and the way I think the board will fall, uh, barring any trade-ups, I, I do think, I don't think a wide receiver goes in the top uh, in the top nine, no. but at 10, I'm going to take my number one. I'm going to take Garrett Wilson. I think he's the best player, the best wide receiver in the class right now, uh, and a, a great player to to compliment a Elijah Moore, uh, to compliment who I still have a little bit of hope that Denzel Mims can pick it up and at least be a quality rotational wide receiver in a lineup. And Corey Davis. Corey and, Co- Davis and Corey Davis is up there, yeah. too. Yeah, so that that just makes a a wide receiver core that I think, you know, has been missing a huge piece. I think with what Garrett Wilson can be, you you have a wide receiver core that could be great. That, that has the potential to be borderline elite. With two young guys, a Corey Davis who is a solid number two and a Denzel Mims who, yeah, at number four on your roster, maybe may end up being a bust of a pick, but still, I still believe has like a sliver of hope. I get that. Yeah, uh, doesn't bother me. He's not my number one, but at the end of the who's day, your number one? Drake London. Drake London. Drake London is my number one. Wide receiver. I, I, I think like him a lot. I think great. I think Garrett Wilson fits what the 49ers style uh, style offense wants to do more See, than and, Drake and London. And I'll give you that Wilson so, with the butt when it comes to yeah. his route running and what he can do after the catch. Yeah. do really well because there's a certain thing when it comes to just you know I have a player may not match the system perfectly. Drake yeah. London for what he does if he can get the right system I promise you won't find a guy in the NFL like he can come in and make an immediate Mike Evans type I of impact. Thousand percent agree with that. Depending on the way that you use. Same thing can be said for Garrett Wilson. Good pick there. Uh, I get the Washington Commanders, and I think it's going to be a little bit of a... uh, what? Just Commander. I don't think I've ever heard it said like that, just so so confident. I I had to. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I wasn't ready. I had to try to flow with it right there, uh, because you can't say it. You can't say it. Can't say it. No. I think they're going to go Charles Cross here. Okay. Mississippi State, I'm hearing good things about him out of the offensive line position. Yeah, it might be a little bit of a boring I don't, pick there. I don't like a don't, small offensive lineman. I'm, I, don't I'm think they're, I don't think they're going to go uh, – well, I think they're going to bump him interior after okay. losing Brandon Sheriff. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, it's just me personally, again, like I, I don't hate that pick from a from a positional standpoint. Yeah. I love adding an offensive lineman to a Washington team. That does feel like they're a quarterback away. Carson, and, Carson Wentz, they kind of put their yeah. – not that they invested everything in him, yeah. but this year in itself I think is going to him. But over Overall, look, you have a great, you have a pretty good secondary, great defensive line. You have a very good wide receiver core, in my opinion, very good run game. Offensive line needs help, but is not like the word. Like this team on 
paper should be pretty good. It just depending on how how can they put it all together. I do think offensive line is a great pick there. Charles Cross, a lot of people love. I, I'm just not as high on as a lot of people. And, and again, and just a slim offensive lineman always scares me. But uh, for, on paper, he is supposed to be very the, good. The one that would be the surprise, the one that I actually value more, but mm-hmm. I'm going off of where the evaluation is on Charles Cross being so yeah. high. I really like a Trevor Penning. I think I think he could yeah. be the type that comes out of a smaller school, but there's always one of those linemen. Reminds me of um, Titans got him in the second round. Dylan Dylan Raddins, I guess. Yeah, whatever. yeah. yeah. He was able to come in. Rad- Raddins, yeah, 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 quality minutes in. Yeah. But we'll get to him later. Um, so oh, you get my team. I do get your team, and I'm thinking about it here because this is tough. There's there's a lot of a lot of talk that they go corner here, right? Yeah. The Vikings go corner. I'm looking at the board and I'm saying I'm seeing one corner go off the board, obviously top top five, top ten, wherever he went, uh to number seven to the Giants. And now I'm thinking, man, the Vikings have a second round pick. The Vikings might be okay with getting, you know, whoever can fall out of this or maybe trade up. McCreary wouldn't be horrible in the second McCreary round. McCreary would not be horrible. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he goes first. I, I like the depth there, and I'm looking at a Jermaine Johnson here, who I do think there's a little bit of a uh, of a tear gap between a Jermaine Johnson and the next edge rusher. I'm going to take, in my opinion, the best player off the board and a, a position of need for, for the Vikings. Could definitely use a, a younger uh, edge rusher there, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, do you hate that pick? Are you sure, though? Because we, we, uh, we just signed Zedarius. Yeah. And we have Daniil Hunter intact. Love Daniil. I mean, yeah, okay, we, not, we not a edge. huge position of need. No, no, no. I'm but, not I'm, trust me, you always need. Yeah. I mean, there's one thing that we like to do is, you know, get to the quarterback when it comes to that. Yeah. And having that elite up front with knowing you have depth at corner, mm-hmm. in a way, you're almost, you're not taking a cornerback. I, I don't want people to miss, miss you know, yeah. interpret what I'm saying. But investing the defensive line up front can also help a bad secondary. Yeah. A lot. Oh, and, I, I, and knowing that you're able to take a pick later on, too. I definitely agree with that. I am going to go Jermaine Johnson. To yeah. me, Jermaine Johnson is a borderline top 10 player in this class. Obviously falls out of it uh, just because the way our board fell. I, I know you like Derek Stingley there. I know that broke your heart a little bit because you would I rather like, have Derek I like Stingley. Stingley. My I issue, like and I'm going to wait for Stingley to get drafted before when I talk about him. And again, there's a, there's a handful of what feels like elite players left before we go down a tier overall in this class. I, I wanted to take my my favorite player and give it to the to a Vikings team that I think, you know, you there's nothing wrong with adding talent at the defensive line position. No, no, nothing nothing wrong with that. I'm fine with it, and our GM is in love with Florida State. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have some of the highest Florida State ratio of players in, out there. So, love yeah. me some Florida State. Loves some Florida State. <laughs> I get the Texans' second pick. This one scares me Yeah, because they need so much, and I feel like they need so much more than a Jordan Davis here because I feel like one of their few picks that they got right was the interior defensive lineman. I'm blanking on the name out of Texas A&M last year. And he was, he, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know if they need that. I don't know if you build your defensive line from end to out. I think if it would have gone, like, the, the Texans are probably pissed off right now mm-hmm. because they were looking for a Jermaine Johnson type, that probably. edge, because you don't want to have to reach and take the guy right there. Mm-hmm. I don't think they need a luxury secondary pick. I'm actually going to probably go with Derek Stingley. Derek Stingley, okay. Uh, Derek, you look, am, I, am I missing something when it comes to the secondary right there? I mean, I don't think so. I, I think, again, trust the, me, I don't think you take, I, I view corner as a luxury pick for defense. You know, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't even view it that way. I think the second corner is a, is a, you know, it's a passing league. It's a very yeah. important part. Uh, my, my thing with Derek Singley to the Texans, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lock it in here for you. My, my only thing there, as far as like it, the Derek Singley is a projection at this point. 
because because there's no arguing. He his, crushed his pro day. He, he crushed. Of course, he crushed his pro. He's a physical freak. F- physically, he is absolutely impressive. We've seen a lot of guys who are top of the line athletics that that doesn't translate. It translated year one, uh, freshman year uh, for LSU. Then we have two years of film that do not back up what he did or starting yep. what what he was coming out and obviously that and freshman he, he year. He wasn't the number one freshman he, year. He wasn't. There's Fulton was. There from a physical standpoint, there's no there's no there's no reason he shouldn't be a top five pick. From from a physically gifted standpoint, I, I one hundred and I wanna say that before I say what you if you go back and look at this past year's film before he gets hurt and and, and finishes out his uh, college career or the COVID year. There was some serious, serious, serious concern. I think across the board, if you go find uh, scouts, they'll say the same thing. Again, an incredible upside. But if you're the Texans, I would want a high floor guy as opposed to a high ceiling guy. And to me, Derek Stingley is more of a high ceiling guy. That, that, that's just how I see Stingley. That's why I passed on Stingley for like Jermaine it, Johnson for the Texans. He's a top 15 pick. He's a great player, and a team is going to take a chance on him. He wasn't going to fall much farther, I think, in real life or in our mock. Uh, but I, I just wanted to put my thoughts out there. Uh, with, uh, the, with the Ravens coming in at 14, that's a tough one. Where do you go if you're the Ravens? They always go defense. They always go defense. Let's look at the best. De- Jordan Davis is obviously awesome. George uh, would Carl- be a monster there. Yeah. Uh, what happened with Calais Campbell? Were they able to retain him? No, I don't. I, I think he. I think he stuck around for another year. I don't know if they. If he went to, I, I'm not gonna let Calais Campbell factor into my decision okay. making anyway. Um, they have good corners. I love Andrew Booth Jr. I think it's kind of a crime that he's still on the board. I do think they have him ranked at 22. I think he's a top 15 pick in my opinion. I see the, I see the guy that I think that they would get because based off of the way that Ravens yeah. pick primarily. But I don't know if you're I don't know if you're looking at him. Oh, who, who you? I'm thinking George Carlifkus. Carlifkus. Uh, yeah, Carlifkus isn't bad. I but I feel like the Ravens always have a unique strategy in the way that mm-hmm. they pick. That's not fair to assume that I just know the guy. But based on style of play, Nickobe Dean. Okay. I like N'Kobe Dean too. A little rich for me for for Jordan. De- no, definitely rich. I, I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna add a guy who I think can play all across the line. Big, strong, physical dude who can play in that uh, that Ravens D line uh, scheme where they do a lot of different things up front. And I think George Kalifkas can do a lot of different things. Uh, is he like the most physically? freaky athletic crazy crazy athlete no he's not he's not in the same range as i think the other uh, handful of edges that we've drafted so far but i think he fits the mold of what the what baltimore would like to do can do a lot of different things he, he i mean he can be that mad dude on type i, yeah. I do i do believe that so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with carliff gets there and i think they could be really happy with that pick so philadelphia philadelphia desperately need a wide receiver there's one on the board there is one on the board, and I like the fit of a Jamison Williams mm-hmm. more than I, I. Drake London is my number one. Do yeah. not get that mixed okay. at all. Jamison Williams is a better fit for a Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith adding into that right. realm. Alabama, nothing wrong with that in an Alabama core, man. Another Alabama wide receiver in the first. I don't it, think there's anything wrong it does, with it. It does play, too. It, listen, we, we try to deny that that doesn't go into it. I feel like nowadays, with social media being a thing, mm-hmm. with player relations being a thing, with teammate chemistry, it's huge. Yeah. Jameson Williams is a guy to get. I could. I, I see them getting his twitchiness up front. Yeah. Yards after the catch. I, it works. I absolutely agree, Jameson man. Williams, I think. I think Jameson Williams should be the pick there. Um, now we have a weird one with the Saints. Disrespectful to Drake London though, because he he is. Yeah. And, and and I mean I He's think good. I think I'm gonna do what I did with I, man I do not get this the trade the Saints made I, I don't I still don't get it I don't think we really talked about on this uh, show but this was originally the Eagles pick here and they gave it to the Saints in return for 
the 18th, I think. I, I don't know exactly how this trade worked out. Maybe maybe this was their original pick. I have a theory. Either, either way, they have two first-round picks instead of instead of one, but they gave up a lot to get this first-round pick. What's your theory? Trade-up capital. Yeah, it, it does I, feel I like that's— I think it's quarterback. Yeah. If they, they have a guy that's, like, right there, if there's a deal that they can get, they'll send both straight up and go get. I don't know who, don't know what, don't know where, but— is it, That's the only thing that makes sense. I, I, have some, I have a lot of different ways I want to go with this because I, I really do think you could go a lot of different ways. They need another safety. Is safety is Daxton Hill in the conversation? I don't think so in this range. Uh, you could obviously go wide receiver. They would love a Chris Olave down there. They love precise route runners. Uh, so I could see that working out pretty well. Uh, you have a you could definitely go quarterback. Do you want to get a young Matt Corral who I do think could use a year and hey he can fight James Winston for the starting job or he can or he can you know sit behind him for a year either way that that might not be the worst situation offensive line definitely on the board oh they lost their their ot they they yeah. lost their tackle i think that's where i'm going to go with it cuz their their tackle is now sitting Penning, there for the like dolphin him. for the dolphins i'm trying to see if i like any of these other guys more i think trevor penning I, i'm not going to pretend to know the offensive line super super deep i know that like the top 5 6 guys uh, so Trevor Penning, he's the next guy. I'm more going position there with Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. That's okay. That's yeah. good. That brings me to the Chargers. I feel like they would do the same thing with all the studs that are out there in L.A. Mm-hmm. right now. They're going to go up there, and they're going to get the thing that they always want, interior D-line, and they get a damn good one in Jordan Davis. Oh, uh, yeah. Take he it. fell. Yeah, absolutely. Jordan Davis but, is a great and, one. And it's a fall, though, that I think is almost necessary. Mm-hmm. You don't see the interior guys like that. Derek Brown a few years ago, and all of his greatness that he was – he went very early for what it's considered for the, that yeah. type of lineman to go. Yeah. I think Jordan Davis goes right where you can't. It's it's not miss right. Here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Eagles go back, and there's a glaring one to me. To me, Andrew Boo Jr. To, and I, look, I'll go so so far to say is I I view Andrew, and this is how I view. I know you view things differently. Mm-hmm. I view Andrew Booth Jr. in this same kind of conversation. I actually have him higher than Derek Stingley. I have him in that top 10 conversation for me. Now, the rest of the world disagrees. I really haven't seen anybody. I've seen it a little bit here and there of people that really like him. He's clearly a first-round pick. He's a top 20 guy for sure. I think he. this is the near the end of his floor as far as where he could fall, in my opinion. But I, I'm going to take him. I think it's a huge value here for the Eagles who need help on the secondary. Andrew Booth Jr., corner out of Clemson, who I think has a chance. I know he's not going to be. I won't even say that. I was going to say has a chance to be top corner. He's probably not going ahead of uh, Sauce Gardner. Uh, I don't think he's good. No, he's not going to. Yeah. But he, he, I think he could be a good corner at that, yeah. though. Yeah. 19, I'm going to piss you off, man. It's going to suck. Desmond Ritter. Oh, I don't hate that. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah, why would you? I mean, it, well, I didn't know if I didn't know if you would. Not, okay, not that it would piss you off. Oh, I'm fact, mad, dude. Yeah, no. The <laughs> fact that he's going above where some people have him. I do think that Desmond Ritter will be a fit in it comes in right here at 19 but if you will a 20 to 32 at 19 in this case mm-hmm. to 32 quarterback he gets a chance to sit he gets to sit behind Jameis for one year he's a project he's rough around the edges but at a team that has in recent history historically great I say mm-hmm. recent history because before that we all know what the ain'ts were but <laughs> Desmond Ritter could sit behind get to see something and step up with some good weapons around him yeah man I, I mean I look I don't hate that at all I, I really don't um you know what? I don't. There's a guy who I love who I haven't seen on the board. I'm curious where he. DeMarvin Leal. He has fallen down draft boards. I really liked him. I, I guess he's not valued in the same range as I thought he would be. I'm just kind of trying to figure out where I want to go with the, uh, the Steelers. I also think they do that because the Steelers are right behind him. Yeah, look, I don't hate that. I, I don't think I. I don't think I view him top twenty. I don't. Uh, I, no, I think no, he. Has, I, I do think he has incredible upside. I think there, there's potential there. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Again, I, I think that's a I that you're it's a, a wait and see guy. Checked in other areas too. Yeah. They could do the offensive line pick because yeah. they just lost uh, Armstead. And you so, already but, but said you already addressed. And you already said that you you think they're trading up to get a guy. So maybe maybe they this is in our our weird way a way to give them the guy that they're ultimately or give them a guy or a, a position yeah. that they're ultimately going to target. Uh, Steelers here. I'm very tempted to go Matt Corral, uh, quarterback out of uh, out of Mississippi, who I do think goes in the first i think there's going to ultimately be four quarterbacks go in the first uh with one probably a late first and and i mean is it the steelers here at 20 i'm struggling with that I, i'm gonna that's hard that is hard just because i mean they have so many different guys there they have trubisky offensive uh, lines a move too Offensive line is a move. Do they want to go Zion Johnson, uh, the, who's the highest rated guard on this board, who I'm just going to kind of follow the board there with? Actually, no, I like Kenyon Green a lot more. I know I like him. He's a guy that I love. Um, mm, sorry, this is dead air, and I'm just trying to decide what I want to do. One. It's a tough I'm going to go offensive line. I, I am. I think you have – they have the very real possibility that they can get a Baker Mayfield, who I think would probably day one be better than Matt Corral or a better, you know, all-around option. I like Baker Mayfield a whole lot. Uh, then, obviously, you have Trubinsky there. You have uh, – I'm not even going to mention Mason Rudolph. But you have enough quarterbacks to where you don't have to draft a, a quarterback – at 20 overall in a class where this is supposed to be a down year for quarterback class, it just feels like a wasted first-round pick mm-hmm. and a guy who's like, there's going to be a lot of potential. A lot of people are going to be excited about him, but ultimately probably a bust. Like just, just when a guy falls this far at the quarterback position, it doesn't usually hit. So so that's that's kind of why I went, I went offensive line there and I took my favorite offensive lineman. Yeah, and you're right about the quarterback falling mm-hmm. because it's one of those things where if a team – Loved him enough. Mm-hmm. They're making an aggressive move, yeah. especially in this day and age. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and it sucks to always go back to it, but the Patrick Mahomes draft class, yeah. that sets a precedent from there where you see aggressive trade-ups. Even if they're wrong, you see a team go get their guy, mm-hmm. and they're saying, hey, we like him enough to where we're not going to let a team mm-hmm. you know, jump in front of us and get yeah. it. I have the Patriots pick here. I feel like if it's Belichick's scheme, I like Devin Lloyd out of Utah. I like that too. An interchangeable pick at linebacker right there. Yeah. They, can, they can utilize him in a way that I think Belichick loves to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not thinking about it here with the uh, Green Bay Packers. It's it's Drake London, best wide receiver available, right? Uh, some people are going to say Burks. Some people are going to say Chris Olave. Uh, I'm going to take a scary fit. Yeah, I, I'm going to take. Yeah, ooh, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe Chris Olave, the the route runner. I would like a little bit more than the go up and catch a guy, but. I don't know. London can't fall. We owe it to him. He's he is more than that. I do. He, I he think. I think London can get a guy, but he can do more than that. I agree with that. I, I do agree with that. You like London a lot more than I do. I, I view do. London I love in this range. I, I do. I, I don't. I think London, I don't value London him in the goes top. ten to the Jets, in my opinion. Okay. See, so yeah, I don't. I don't value him top fifteen. I don't. Yeah. I, I. I wouldn't. I can't imagine drafting him top fifteen. So that, and that's where we're different. And that's good. We, you want to have a little bit of difference there. But Drake London, love him as a player. Definitely a first round pick. And and this is my range here for him. Um, I'm going to look at positional need here, and I want edge for the Cardinals. They lost to Chandler Jones. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's huge for them. I think there's some, there's some, there's still some good players on the board that are out of edge. I mean, I think it would be Ajabo. Ajabo's a good player. It'd be, um, it'd be rich, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, and he's he's kind of started trending downward just a little bit mm-hmm. just because of the, the Aiden Hutchinson. You know, mm-hmm. he got to play off of him. Um, I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about uh, the guy out of Penn State right now. Um, I think he's he's another he's another all all uh, you know he's he's another uh, traits guy he's got all the traits Uh, I know Nick Bonito's a guy I like who I've seen uh, and he's he's a back into the first South Carolina guy's good too I know about him Uh, yeah there's a handful of guys here Uh, I'm trying to find 
I'm trying to find the other guy who I've seen uh, called no, give, a top give me a five Jabo. pick. Yeah, I'll give you top. I'll give you a Jabo here. He's a good player. Uh, going to the Cowboys. I think this is a situation where they're not used to being in, where there is a clear need on this team, and it's at the offensive line position. I'm going to take. You know, I don't know. This it's kind of a drop off here at OT offensive tackle. So I'm going to go Zion Johnson guard here, who's at least graded on this mock draft as a top twenty. And I don't know the offensive line this deep to where I'm going to. I'm not going to pretend to to you know pick out my guy. I've already gotten all the guys that I've watched. Uh, so Zion Johnson here. I think they go offensive line. I think position is right, regardless of is it you know oh Linden Lindenbaum I really like. I do like yeah. him. He'll he'll be there. I just wasn't looking. It's it's uh, divided out weird. But yeah, class, yeah, sure. but uh, at the end of the day you take a guy they already lost uh, connor uh they lost uh the lalil uh the, the L- yeah the lsu kid who went over to the uh to uh joe burrow's team so mm-hmm. yeah they they definitely need to add help help on the offensive line it's an aging offensive line as it is right, i get buffalo yep. and i get a board that is falling great for them mm-hmm. and i think it's one of those things so olave being here is tempting but yeah i really think i really think it'd be chris olave I'm gonna do. Oh man, I'm torn between the running back though because they they made moves to address. Love the, you know, I, I love and the offensive, the running yeah, back I, I idea. Think, I think it could be the sexy pick here, and for me, it's Brees, it's it's Hall. Okay, I think his skill. I, and the, I, okay, I like Kenneth Walker more. Yeah, well, you want to have that conversation? Yeah, skill, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Skill set wise, though, I think Iowa State fits better. I, I do agree. I think Kenneth Walker overall better uh, better running back. They're both the top the top two guys for sure. Uh, I like Isaiah Spiller a lot too, but he's he just doesn't have that explosion. He'll be a feisty third round. Pick. Yeah, he he just doesn't have that explosion after uh, making a guy miss that you kind of need. And and I just always fall in love with guys like that, and they always go a little bit later than I expect. Uh, so I'm trying to uh, adjust a little bit on that one. But Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, I think it's you're taking Brees Hall here for the Bills. Is that definite? Because I do, I, I, and this is my argument. I know we've talked about it off air. I really believe an off, a running back goes in the first because I really believe the Bills take a running back at 25. And the reason for that is I, I think they're, they're not one, an, another offensive player away from being a, a Super Bowl team. And, 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 and yeah. they can just run the ball. They can win just a couple games by playing on the ground instead of through the air. Because, of course, their bread and butter is always going to be Josh Allen and, and getting it to Diggs, getting it to Davis. And, and I, they do have a pretty good wide receiver core as it is. But, man, they are an, they are a running, in my opinion, one great centerpiece of a running back. They brought in they Gabe back. Davis, and they just paid Stephon and made him yeah. the guy. They tried They tried to get uh, the dude from uh, from Washington over. Uh, they had a verbal agreement, and he he backed out. I just think, like, I feel like the Bills, they have a good defense line. They went they went uh, defensive line twice last year, so they have a lot of young guys you can believe in. They have a pretty good secondary, although I would argue that cornerback is going to be tempting uh, in this range. There's a, there's a handful of good cornerbacks still on the board here that I would look at. But, man, it, it, I, I agree with you. I know I'm defending your Give pick, but still. Um, yeah, I, I really like that pick. I think that's a good one. Uh, going to the Titans here at 26, they went uh, cornerback last year. I'm going cornerback again. I'm oh. taking my – what? If Olave's there, it's a wrap. I think they have two good wide receivers. They they have they have uh, ACL boy. They have ACL boy who definitely scares me. But I mean he's in AJ. He's in AJ yeah. So okay. I I agree. Wide receiver is definitely an option here. But man, I, I love Chris Olave. I do think he 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 deserves to go in this range. Great route runner. <laughs> but no, I, I think they need another corner. I really do. I think they need another corner. And there's a guy who I love in a uh, in a uh, where is he? Oh goodness, uh, 
Yeah, I love Roger McCreary. Roger mm-hmm. McCreary to me is a first round corner. I, I I'm gonna go that way with it just because I believe in his uh, skill set. I also love Trent McDuffie. He's he's a guy who would I would think actually. I'm not as high on Kyer Elam as a lot of people. I mean, I, I'm, I'm higher on him than you are. He's a good man-to-man corner. Yeah, I, I have Trent McDuffie and, and Roger McCreary ahead of him. I'm going to go Trent McDuffie because I think Trent McDuffie can do more across the board. Roger McCreary is, is kind of just a, a outside corner. Um, McDuffie can go inside, outside, anywhere on the, on, the, on the defense pretty much, I feel like. So I'm going to go there just based on positional value and where they would use him versus Roger McCreary, who I do have ranked a little bit higher. Wow. Now I'm giving. I think it's set up perfectly here for the for the Bucks to get Chris Olave in. Yeah, I mean you you I lost. Mean, they, they, I mean I guess you wouldn't they, have they to. They didn't lose anybody. Well, but Antonio injuries. Brown obviously. Yeah, and, and, and injuries quickly derailed yeah. their season last year when they lost their one-two punch. Yeah, they were just scraping the pan trying to get by with those guys. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do think it would be a Olave or a. I mean, if he Jaylen, doesn't Traylon Burks, if he doesn't go twenty-seven, he's going twenty-eight. I, I have no problem doubling up at, at a wide receiver there for the Green Bay Packers. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me if they went that range. Um, they don't. I mean, where do they really need help at? They, they they have a guy penciled in almost everywhere. I mean, I, I could see a Nakobe Dean pick just trying yeah. to be flashy with it on the defensive There's side. There's no tight end to grab. But, if I you, mean, we're all well know. aware that we are that them. They are fully invested in Brady right now and trying yeah. to make that happen. They have I see, offensive I see line. No problem with them going to get him a weapon. Yeah, let's see. You want to do that? Okay, Chris Olave goes there. Uh, Green Bay. I, I'm. Let me look at it because we already got one wide receiver. I don't have a problem with double dipping, taking Burks and uh, London in the first. I, I have. Absolutely no problem with that. I honestly, I honestly probably will go that way, but I want to look at corner. Uh, well, not corner. I want to look at uh, linebacker and edge. Is there anybody here? Because, um, I mean, they did lose some pieces on that defense. Uh, they certainly did that I can definitely look at and say, mm, that that would be interesting. Yeah. What do you think? Nicobe Dean's still there at 29. They could I use think, a I linebacker. I think they go Dean, or I think that they would go best edge available. Yeah. Replace uh, Smith. But Nicobe Dean can also put hand in the dirt. I'm going to go Nicobe Dean with with that mindset that they need they need to replace Zadarius, but they need to add some young guys on, on that D line. I, again, if they went double wide receiver, it would not bother me yeah. at all. I'll right, let you go with uh, uh, we both Burks. get one. Trailing Burks to the. You think Burks is 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 their cup of, cup of tea there? Put the, put the uh, wide receivers on the board. I want to. I'm just I'm just basing on on what they do because are they they obviously have a speed guy from the the kid from Georgia a couple years ago, Hardman. Um, I think I mean I, I do have Burks man. I think Christian Watson, who he's yeah. been flying up the board, I think he fits what do, the Chiefs would want to man, do more. I think you swayed. No, you, you swayed me on the fact that Christian Watson is the DK Metcalf of yeah. that of this class. Yeah, physical freak. The attributes. I mean, this guy is mm-hmm. he's six ran five, a four can, four four, and he is blazing. Yeah, you you hear the rumors about the Chiefs trying to be aggressive in pursuit of DK when you can get your own version of that mm-hmm. in uh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go for it. All right, Christian. Christian Watson, uh, go there to the Chiefs. That feels like a Chiefs move too. It really does. And to me, Burks is the guy who, if anybody falls, it'll be him of like the top five. Uh, now you're giving me a pick here with the Chiefs. Um, not going to double dip, dip at wide receiver. No, I don't think, I think they, they they're not in that. Uh, they already drafted a great center, so we don't need Lindrum. Uh, even though I'm never against adding another offensive lineman. Nobody on the board that I like. I almost want to go running back just they're to replace. I know, I know. I'm just they, thinking about it. They're not going to go safety because they have um, they they paid what's his face. I, I'm I'm going to go probably one of my favorite. Again, I, I know I've already mentioned it, but Roger McCreary's still on the board. And in my opinion, they could use corner. I believe they lost their second corner. 
I, I can't remember his name. I believe he moved on. But so I'm going to go Roger Mercury. I do think there's going to be a run of corners late. I think there's a handful of guys that could be interchanged in this conversation here. Uh, but Roger Mercury is my guy, so I'll, I'll take him there at 30. Uh, Bengals are taking Linderbaum. Yeah, agree with that. It's set up. They made yeah. all the other moves in their offensive line to set themselves up, except for replacing the center. Yeah. And it was it was serviceable, but getting him right there, whew, they're good. And you know where I'm going to go with the 32nd pick overall? Matt I'm going to take Matt Corral. This is, I, I think, four I quarterbacks go. Matt Corral is the guy. Um, yeah, the, let's look at full res- results real quick just to kind of go through what we did here. Uh, top top six here. Kenny Pickett going to the Panthers. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Uh, any, anything doesn't, doesn't anything surprise you want to mention here? I, I, mean, feel, I feel like that is a very well-scripted yeah, uh, very top realistic. ten for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it gets a little bit weird with uh, you know Thibodeau going eight feels possible. I don't feels think possible. any of that feels. I don't think any of that feels crazy. Scroll down just a little bit. Like Malik Willis going to the the Seahawks feels a, a little bit like I, I just I don't think I value him there. That's just my personal I don't know how opinion. You're hating, or, I don't hate on. Him. I, yeah. I, I don't value him. I think 10. it's very likely that he's the cor- the first quarterback taken here. Yeah, and, uh, and again, I, that's one thing where I mean, you and I, you you know, because we talked about yeah. it off air. I, I'm just different on that. I don't. I think I don't after agree Stingley is where it gets is where we're going to see some draft fun. Yeah, because after cause Stingley stuff gets a little different. I, I think you would agree. I, it's definitely not the scripted move for the Vikings to pass on the corner cornerback Derek Stingley. There, I feel like has been mocked there a whole lot. Yeah, that feels very real. But Jermaine Johnson to me is a guy who I do think has a very real chance sure. to go. He could have gone to the Seahawks at nine. He could have gone to to the uh, Falcons at eight. Like he's in that range. He's in that conversation. I think people need to realize that dude's a physical freak. I mean, yeah, had. Some some issues, school issues that brought him to you know last chance you. Then he was uh, on that Georgia team that just had a bunch of talent, and he is more of you know your your like he was he was. You know, Trayvon Walker took his job essentially. So yeah. you know, and then he goes to Florida State and balls out. So so there's some real value there. Uh, just going down the line, anything you want to talk about with the top twenty here? Any? Um, I mean, Desmond Ritter going at nineteen would be something, but I, I do see a good fit there at the Saints. I do. Yeah, Saints Steelers. I I think Ritter could do well. Quarterback could go there. Uh, Kenyon Green falling out, falling uh, to tie. I think he'll, he'll be one of the first guards off the board. Love him. Uh, yeah, and then top twenty. You know, we the, get a little flashy with twenty five to thirty two. Yeah, it always it always goes this way. We did take a lot of uh, skill position guys, but I mean, these are teams that are on the cusp of winning championships. And that's what they target. That's what you do. You you grab the final piece, and I do believe I, I love the Bills pick more than anything. I think I really think that's a real possibility. That's the pick that every draft mock will give an F. Yeah. just because of the running back. Yeah, of course, and, and yeah. I think from a value standpoint, yes, but from a team perspective, how about, how about man. this though? If you're willing to do, if you're willing to spend a first round pick capital, I know it's money wise is why they would do that, but a Saquon. I wouldn't spend. It. I, I wouldn't spend. It. I would rather get Brees Hall with, take Brees with Hall, Brees four Hall free years. Him. Basically, you're yeah. getting you're getting four free years out of them, and then you have to pay for that fifth year option, and then it goes gets up from there. You're right. But that's all you need because for your running back. You only get five years. You're only asking for five years from your running back. So you're getting your four free years for a cheap running back, and then you have Saquon who he's been in the league for three years, so he's yeah. ready for a payday, and he he well, will get he, paid on the name. Done or you pick it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think I would not spend a first on on uh, Saquon, which I know that's what they want. All right, I think we're good there we're gonna call we're gonna close it out right there thank you so much for watching let us know in the comments what you thought about this mock draft and um, we'll be back next week talking a little bit more football and draft talk peace